Hello, everyone. Hey! Uh, welcome once again to Weeaboo Wednesday. We apologize for not posting last week. Yeah, it's uh, it's the holiday season, uh, the turkey season, uh, yes. turkopolyps. We finished. All, we did our turkeying early, as I hung a bird from the ceiling and then took the time to roast it. Yeah, uh, 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 Mark, like uh, uh, Coogan and Coogan's Law, strung up the turkey justly with over one hundred people as witness, <laughs> so it doesn't count as murder. <laughs> No one, no one follows Coogan as far, as much as you do, Michael. I only know those three things about him, and then it used to be Uncle Fester. <laughs> but enough of old American cartoons. I mean, TV series. Yeah. Let's talk about Japanese cartoons. Yeah, let's take out the trash. And but before we take it out, let's rifle through it. Yes. <laughs> to see what glorious things Nippon has thrown away to us American gaijin. Alright, and uh, this week's episode brought to you by Mr. and Mrs. Tea uh, House. Yeah, Bobo Place here in San Francisco and Clement. Uh, uh, Mark, what'd you get? I got myself a matcha green tea and I spiked it with whiskey. Uh, I got myself a black milk tea, and I also spiked it with whiskey. It's pretty fucking good, people. Yeah, it's actually not bad. Mm. Yeah, I might actually need a little bit more whiskey before we get started. Oh, boy. Mm. Uh, remember, you just want one finger. Yeah. Also, uh, I'm uh, rationing it to the fingers because I really like this whiskey. And I don't we can pick it up more at Safeway, damn it. Okay. All right. All right, what we got... Yes, so this week, despite this being November, no, we're actually going to be talking about something which we more likely say yes to. Yeah. And uh, we uh, talked about a bit on a previous podcast talking about uh, edgelords. edgelords and their trench coat ways. Yeah. But now we're actually going to give a full episode of Focus to one of, in my opinion, is one of the best series to come yeah. out in a long time. Oh, we're going back to one of the first. The dude with the biggest sword. It's too big, too unwieldy, too... To be called a sword. More like a slab of iron. It's berserk. <laughs> yes, for all of your terrible beginnings or dark beginnings for our main character. Yeah. Okay, speaking of beginnings, um... So, yes. I think I got, like, a weird uh, site that I read it on, because when I read it on, it already started uh, Guts off as a demon hunter. Okay, no, you're no, you're not. That is apparently how it starts. Okay. And then it jumps to the flashback. Okay, yeah. so it's like, it jumps to the flashback, uh, as we've already established that Guts is a hard ass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, Guts is like a, a, a almost humorless Dante, yes. essentially. Yeah. And Dante, which honestly could probably empathize a bit more with. Yeah. Not by much, but a little bit more. Well, what is there to empathize about with Dante? It's like, oh yeah, well, like my, I like my, pizza. My like, my dad was an immigrant. My dad was the devil. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool, cool. I, I like pizza, too. Yeah, I, I like wearing long coats. Yeah, Dante gloves. likes wearing the long coats. I do, too. <laughs> I also imagine cool fight scenes like that happening in my head. He does them. <laughs> he does them. Because <laughs> he's CGI. <laughs> and he's not real. I like the Ninja Turtles. Dante is a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, I, oh. mean, I mean, think about it. He's just, he's the only person in that world who, it, like, doesn't give a shit about anything. He's just a Ninja Turtle without a sensei. <laughs> He's like, what would happen if Michelangelo and Raphael got, like, drunk and, like, had a body swap episode, except they both ended up in, like, Casey Jones' body. 
They both end up in Casey Jones. Yeah, and That's they're constantly we're... fighting. Like, instead of having control of the body, like, one has the control of, like, the left side, one God. has the control of the right side. God damn it, Mark. <laughs> the sad thing is I'd watch that episode. <laughs> I'd watch it and then throw something at you, Michael, for giving the producers the ideas to make such a disgusting episode. <laughs> You fucker. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yes. going back to Berserk. Yes, Berserk. A, a series with amazing art and just as gratuitous art. Gratuitous imagery for yeah, this amazing yeah. art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Like, uh, that's one of the things I want to, like, uh, I told you about when, like, I, I caught up with it. By the way, uh, when you're listening to this, Berserk has uh, got on, like, a hiatus till uh, 27, early 2017. Motherfucker. Yeah, I'm under the impression, like, the dude who uh, draws it uh, does it by volume instead of, uh, like, traditionally by chapter, uh, like a lot of manga artists. Mm -hmm. So. Just come out with it monthly. I'll be okay, damn it. No, I want him to come out with it. Uh, Michael, not, ev not, not everyone works by your schedule of letting something sit for six months and then you take an afternoon to read the entire thing. Yeah, like the donuts and croissants I hide in my room and forget about, and then I find them later. <laughs> and then they're covered in maggots and you no, still see, eat them. No, see, that's the upsetting thing, that they like come out and they look uh, still fine, which says a little bit more about like how many preservatives they put in the donuts and shit that I buy. Mm-hmm. I should probably not eat them at all, but I still do. They're up there with your Twinkies. Uh, a stranger gave me candy at work today, and I ate it. <laughs> Michael, <laughs> what did we learn as children? Uh, put everything in your mouth. Think of consequences later. Avoid the belt. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with your childhood? <laughs> <laughs> I want to put that on his shirt. Avoid the belt. <laughs> Oh god. Daddy's been drinking. Avoid the belt. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Daddy found out. Avoid the belt. Oh god. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think my friend told me a story when he was little. He knew if he did something bad, his dad would like had a special spanking belt. <laughs> so one day, he, he did something stupid. Like he broke a, uh, a vase or something and like his dad was going, he's like, oh no. And like he hit the belt from his dad. I mean, he like he let his dad find out because it is kid logic. He's like, you can't punish me now. I hit the belt, and his dad just picks up his shoe <laughs> and then blew his mind. <laughs> like, but I followed the rules. <laughs> they say children like to break the rules of the game. It's parents who are the ones who teach break this into our heads. It's like at the end of a fucking horror movie where like they, they make it and then the bad guy pops out of a window or something. It's like that's bullshit. You got thrown off a cliff. How the hell did you climb up there in like two hours? Oh god. But speaking oh. of climbing up cliffs in two hours, oh, back yeah. to Berserk. Yeah, so our main character, the titular Guts, the only dude who has, like, a weird name in the entire series. Yeah, no, really. So, like, his, his, his name supposed to be Gats, and then it turned into Guts? I thought that, too. I thought that was, like, a typo on, like, my like uh, on the person who was uh, translating. Yeah, I think Gut Gats was his real name as a kid, and I think he took the name Guts after the whole murdering his father slash yeah. uh, joining... Uh, Griffin and them in their yeah, adventures. So, oh, by the way, as usual, this is a spoiler. review episode, so we're yeah. once again heavy, heavy, spoilers. heavy spoilers. So, um, 
On the origin of guts that we know, uh, which is he was born from a corpse, raised by a camp's whore who later die of exposure to the plague, who is later uh, betrayed by his uh, adoptive father, who pays like who allows another soldier to rape him, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and then tries to kill said kill guts because he he got injured and he thinks his son is making fun of him. And he's having an inferiority complex issue. Oh well, I also thought that was because uh, he secretly resented guts because uh, uh, the Shishiru, like the camp's whore, was taking care of guts, and that's why she died because she was exposed to the plague. Honestly, I don't think he had feelings for the damn. For the prostitute, honestly. I think he did, because it's like, uh, when he was in, uh, that fever haze, he was screaming out her name, and, like, there's that one part where, like, he, like, uh, um, Guts catches him, and he's, like, talking in his sleep, and he's crying because he misses Shishiro, Mm -hmm. and that's when, like, Guts, like, it, like, that's what made it sad for me, because, like, Guts is fighting really hard to show his dad, like, to show his adoptive dad that it's like, I'm worth something, like, mom didn't die for nothing. But, nope, he refuses to believe that. Yeah, he refuses to believe that, and he uh, essentially was paid by a guy to rape him. Yeah, no, he, pay- he another guy paid him, to- sold yeah. his- sold his son's ass to him. Yeah, yeah. Yep, because this is the Middle Ages, and that's okay. Yeah, well, okay, so th- th- my, well, I was talking to my friend about Berserk, and he was telling me, it's like, yeah, Berserk's pretty fun, but it's like got a lot of problematic things in it, but they're kind of okay because it's established off of the bat that this is a problematic world. Yeah. So it's like, uh, things aren't necessarily glorified as they're presented as like, this is an awful thing that's happening that's normal here, and that shouldn't be okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah, which is, like, a fine line that you can cross in, like, uh, what would turn into, like, you know, an edgy manga, uh, uh, what would turn into kind of a contemplative manga into, like, an edgy manga. I mean, it's pretty edgy, at least for a while, and then, but it's kind of, like, balances itself out. I mean, this entire series is pretty edgy, but not, like, not, it hasn't become the edge, so to speak. It hasn't become lord of it. Yeah, well, it's, like, that first part where, like, Guts uh, fights that, like, uh, snake count, like, the first demon that we uh, see him take out. Mm -hmm. Like, that entire part where he's just acting like an asshole and using the kid as bait. Honestly, Uh, I don't remember that chapter for the life of me. Yeah, that was the first one. No, the first one was the slug monster. Uh, Like, that was the one before the slug monster. Where I read it from, slug monster was number one. Oh, where I read it from, there was, like, that weird uh, snake bear that, like, because to me, that's, like, the establishing, like, that's the episode one where it's, like, here's a protagonist, here's him doing something badass and unexpected that, like, the bad guy never saw coming. Mm -hmm. And then, like, they dispatch the bad guy. They Mm -hmm. introduce, like, the sidekick who is Puck, who's literally the morality pet, who quickly degenerates and does not become the morality pet later. It just becomes comic relief. Yeah, because the morality pet uh, becomes a shriek, Mm -hmm. or sheik. I'm not really entirely sure how to say her name. The witch. Yeah. Yep. Actually, no, the fa- the morality just becomes the fact that he actually gets friends. No. Because before, literally, the, until now, the reason he's had no friends is because he goes to that whole, he's branded by demons and demons, basically at night, deep, spirits will come up from... Well, well, that's kind of like well, a manifestation of how it became, because like before that, uh, he didn't have friends because of what happened with his dad and that old encampment, and like he has yeah. PTSD and he, like, he doesn't like people touching him because yeah. he keeps flashing back to that night where he was raped. 
Until, then, like, he runs into Griffin and Casca. And, and then like, he actually gets what, what actual family and friends feels like. Yeah, where it's, like, people are trying to stab him in the back all the time. Like, yeah. he's given command of, like, the Raiders. Yep, of essentially the frontline troops. Yeah. <laughs> Which, if you think about them, it's like, you're my new friend. Here, lead lead the cannon fodder. Yeah. Well, I thought he was always, like, the um, the flank frontline troops. He's, like, the guys that always come in from the side. Oh, kind of. No, I... Mm. Honestly, yeah, like, I think that's why, like, Costco didn't like him at first, because he's leading them, like, frontline troops, even though yeah. they're supposed to be, like, the tactical troop. Yeah, but he is, <laughs> but all, as all Guts knows, is wield a yeah. giant sword. And it works out for them, because, uh, like, everybody is like, wait, what the fuck? Because nobody ever expects it, because, like, the reserve just immediately hits them, and, like, before the fight even starts, <laughs> yep. and hits them hard. Yep, and then you break the line, and then that ruins everything. Yeah. And then later, Griffith decides to trade up for demon versions of his friends. Yeah, but well, like, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll before, get, yeah, before getting into the Griffith, because it's like, if you had just read, like, the first chapter, uh, chapters of Berserk, it would almost seem like kind of like an interesting uh, friendship period piece set in, like, you know, uh, somewhere around the Hundred Years' War in, like, medieval not-Europe, you know? Kind of. At least, if, but the thing is, if we're talking the first real read, it's more of just a... Trying a badass demon hunter going around being well, dickless. like uh, let's let's say like we didn't read that part and we started off right when like got like they found guts. Yeah, I think that's where like the the animation starts actually. Yeah, because like they that's did, what I've heard too. Yeah, I think because I think I I remember watching like the first because they released it on like Netflix and oh. me and a roommate watched the first one of it. And then the CGI is pretty off-putting. Like, Apparently in the Blu-ray, it's not CGI, it's animated. What? Yeah, I think they, like, just drew over, like, the CGI. Which would make sense to me because you can, like, it's easier to CGI and yeah. then, like, do animation over the CGI. So, like, we might see a lot more of that in anime where it's, like, CGI on, like, the regular TV release. And if there's enough audience to back it up, then they, like, double back and then, like, draw over it to make it, like, an actual mm. anime. Because those two scenes redone. Those two redone are still done in... Th Sorry, I'm just... I'm reading, like, the Reddit now on this. Um, have redone scenes that replace terrible CGI with hand-drawn animation? What? Yeah. Like, I think that's actually a pretty uh, good compromise because it is fucking hard to, like, animate, like, yeah. 2D. It, it is difficult. No, I know. Yeah. I don't know. Someone posted up a, uh, like, a uh, but versus like, image right yeah. now. Is it the one with uh, the uh, the mm. Inquisitor lady? I don't know. The image hasn't popped up yet. Uh, what is the Inquisitor lady's name? Oh, God. I don't even remember. Serpico's... Uh, Love interest. No, it's... Oh. <laughs> oh, no. It's the little girl running up to him. Holy crap. That looks... So much oh better, God. yeah. Because it's like, like, look at that. Look yeah, at the no, 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 that's the that's the one. Uh, that's the one I know. Yeah, like she even looks sad in the CGI because it's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> even though she's supposed to be happy, because it's like uh, the it's easier to make like a model of a character. Oh like, yeah, completely like, yeah. animated than it is to have to redraw a same sequence over and over yeah. and over again. And you know how like hard the the uh, the deadlines are over there across the seas. Yep. Getting uh, whipped all the time, being like, "Make me a new chapter, slave." It's like, but my fingers hurt. It's like you'll work around it. <laughs> Use your mouth. 
They have like 15 beach episode arcs just ready to go when something goes wrong. <laughs> oh god. Imagine that as an author, like for your anime for your series, they hire like another author and like artists to create beach scenes to for your series. Filler, yeah, no, artists. it's if you can't complete it by the deadline, yeah. I will release this beach scene regardless of what's going currently on in your series That's right now. Pretty Oh my god. Uh, yeah. That is some mo- terrible motivation if I've ever heard of it. Yeah, it's just like holy shit, like you can't you can't do that. It's like why not? It's like because like I'm the editor. Yeah. I am the voice of the company. It's like, you can't do that. Who's stopping me? You can't. Why? We we publish your stuff. Therefore, we own a majority of your IP. Oh, yeah. God, they keep tricking people into, like, getting their IP. It's so fucked up. Yep. Um, But, yeah. Oh, shit. Um, Farnese. Farnese, Farnes, like, yeah, Farnes. Noble, yeah, that's that's who she is. I just call her Farnes, I think. Farnes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's um, yeah. If you just seen that part until like uh um, Zor, uh, what's his name? Zod. Zod shows up. Then it's just like this really neat like rise to power of like ranks to riches, like uh, with the a uh, heartwarming tale of how like a broken man uh gets fixed by friendship, and then like Zod shows up and you're like, Wait, there's magic in this fucking world now because oh, up until oh, that oh, point there isn't magic nope yeah. well except for maybe puck which they show up once in a while yeah like uh, they show up once in a while but like you're you're cheated is like that's like maybe like a weird uh event uh, yeah a weird romani thing well here's the thing that is assuming like if we're watching just his backstory which they kind of did in the anime mm-hmm. but in the actual manga for god's sakes by now We've already seen Femto. Yeah. yeah. We've already seen, like, what the hell does he have against this black raven god thing? Yeah, yeah. And then you find out what he has against it. Yeah. It raped his girlfriend. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Like, yeah. that entire fucking arc with uh, the rice. I love how cool Guts is with, like, Griffin just, like, killing everybody. And he, like, yeah. acted. Like, because he kills the queen. He, they trap them in the house and they set it on fire. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Because, like, uh, the queen was banging the other noble who was, like, pissed off that, like, Griffith was doing a capable job. Yeah. Like, he had the shittiest motivations because his motivation was, like, he's not aristocracy. Mm-hmm. He, no, yeah, he is, he doesn't deserve to be here despite yeah. what he's done. Despite the fact that he's, like, doubled, he has nearly ended the war which has ravaged your kingdom yeah. and probably doubled your land holdings. Cause like guts ends up like guts has to kill that uh, that guy's kid too. Yeah. No witnesses. Yeah. And like he feels bad for a second, but he's like, oh, I'll do it for my friends. Yeah. It's not like this morality moment for him. Like it it, it just shows up, and he's like, oh, yeah. Oh well, sorry, kid. Yeah, it's not about morality. It's the fact of like how how much he'll do for Griffith. Yeah, because it's like that's the only like Griffith. Casca, uh, Judeo, uh, Pop, uh, and, like, all those and guys. the other asshole. <laughs> the other asshole. Yeah, Pippin and, like, the rest of them are, like, the only people who have, like, uh, protected him. Yeah. Except for that one asshole who's, like, been a naysayer the entire time. Except him. Yeah, I think his name is, like... I don't remember his name. I don't care. He got, he yeah. got eaten by a demon bitch. Yeah, he's a... He thought, he thought he was getting boobs, and then he got his head eaten. Yeah. Because, yes, the, that fu- that scene as well, like, I did enjoy, like, how, like, gr- on the one hand, it wasn't just like a, oh, look, this person's been killed. Oh, look how this person's been killed. And it wasn't just like a, 
everyone's dead in an instant. It was a prolonged event. It was yeah. like, this is dirty and disgusting, and this is a terrible moment. Yeah, it's like, this is, uh, like, a pivotal moment. Yeah, like, you see them right. trying to escape as hard as they can. Like, wh what was the dagger thrower? Uh, Judeo. Yeah, I know Judeo. Who I liked. I yeah, liked, he liked uh, Judeo a lot. And, like, he even gets, like, Casca on his shoulder or something, yeah. um, trying to escape from it, and the he's lost his arm. Corcus. Corcus is the asshole. Yes. Yeah. And Corcus has run off Rickard's his Rickard's the little boy, yeah. Yeah. Who's thankfully not there for any of this. Yeah, like, Rickard... But Rickard was there when, like, the those demons, like, killed, like, that entire... All the wounded. No, he was, um... He was, like, getting He was water. there for the, um... I was thinking he was there for the for, he he saw the black orb, yeah, like the dimensional space where things. Yeah, but he, he, he was only there because like he stayed behind with all the wounded, and yeah. then he went to get water. Oh, and that's when he right. Came back, they were and the all demons killed. already yeah. ate them. That's right. Yeah, and that's where you see the first scene of the fucking fairy bitch. Yeah, that the, the, that asshole. And then the skull knight just go. What the fuck are you all doing here? Yeah, I love this because skull knight. Oh, guy skull knight. Skull knight is bad. That he is probably one of the old, biggest reasons I am going to buy the Berserk Warriors game. Oh shit, Musou Warriors game yeah. because I want to play a skull knight. I want to see what kind of moves they'll He's give a him. Bad dude. Like I, I thought he was like uh, gonna be a bad guy, but he like actively like helps. Uh, yeah. Uh, guts. And he's not. He's like one of those kind of like the background like. The guy who thinks, like, going, oh, of course, there's always the hero that rises up for all this. I'm the only one who knows what's actually going on. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to actually tell anyone about any of this shit. No, he actually goes, okay, this guy's actually doing better than most. Yeah. I think I should probably, like, um, help yeah, grow yeah, this person. Yeah, he's like, yo, dude, here's the score, man. <laughs> yeah, listen. <laughs> Some fucked up shit's going to be going down. Oh, yeah, and here, take my old armor, by the way. Oh, oh God, well, we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so up until this point, like, Guts has been, like, solely relying on just, like, uh, tenacity and, like, uh, fucking... Luck. Yeah, and, and swinging swords, like, bigger than he is. Yep. I mean, like, for God's sake, in, like, remember the castle of the fucking, the purple rhino nut? The Rhino Knights? Yeah, well, like, he only, like, gets the Rhino Knight because Zod helps him. Because he was the only yeah. person who went toe-to-zod, to -zo -to and, like, Zod was like, Oh, you got some gumption, kid. I can't wait until, like, we fight well, again. Well, no, yeah, he throws the, him the sword. Yeah. And then the purple guy's like, Wait a minute, what the fuck is that? Yeah, it was it, it was a cushion horse cutter. Yeah. Yeah. Which then, later, is just thrown off to the side because we then learned he's just a fucking demon and doesn't need that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, but moving on. Alright, we've gone now into... Then we have... Um, the, talking about the nobles part. Uh, like the fall of the House the, of Griffith? Yes, yeah. the fall of the House of Griffith. Yeah, so Griffith's entire thing is like he wants to uh, be the king. Right? Yeah, he, he, wants to, he wants to own his own country. Yeah, he wants to own his own country. And, and he's like... Uh, like, it, like, he wants to own his own country and like everybody with him will be part of that dream. Yeah. You know, it's it's... It's selfish in the way that uh, a person uh, wants to get to the top, but once you get to the top, like, everybody who's helped you there will be there with you. Yeah. So it's like you can't really uh, fault uh, uh, Griffith for that. Mm -hmm. I mean, but yeah, you can just... fault him for some of his methods. Yeah, his, it's, it's ambition. Yeah, it's uh, blind ambition. 
And then we ha- which then we later, yeah, he murders the queen. Yeah, he murders the queen. With the help of the toady. Yeah, with the help of the toady, he extorts, uh, he extorts almost all of the kingdom. He's, he plays around with the prince, because, like, he, he doesn't he love- He flirts the, with the princess He, he flirts with the princess on purpose, so the princess falls in love with him, so he has, like, an active hold onto, like, you know, the house, because like, yeah. he, he's, he get, he, he'll marry into royalty eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then we have- but with all this, Guts has finally thought, you know, it's t- my time to move on. Yeah, because, like, Guts is, like, uh, Guts is, like, you know what? Uh, like, I did what I want. I, like, I have no place in nobility or royalty. Yeah, Because I don't is, know how to do anything else. This is not his place. And, and then there's, like, the falling out with the Griffith, because Griffith is, like, no, I own you. And, like, that's when you remember, it's, like, oh, yeah, Griffith's kind of a sociopath. Yeah. <laughs> In which he literally challenges Guts to a duel. Which last time this happened, Griffith wiped the floor with him. Yeah, or but, like, but he stood his ground against Griffith, yeah. which is why Griffith was like, "You have like, you got some chops, kid." But this time all around, Guts just wipes the floor with him. Yeah, and Griffith is forced to let him go. Yeah, which leads to the worst choice that Griffith made. Yeah, Griffith fucks life. the princess. He hate fucks the princess. <laughs> yeah, he hate fucks the princess, and the princess. Totally in on it. Like she's with she is uh she's through the moon. Yeah, she is okay with this. She doesn't think it's hate fucking because he thinks it well, yeah, Griffith, Griffith got fucking slot. Like like when the king like I was telling you this earlier, when the king shows up because like a fucking handmaiden tattles on them, you yep. and like and like the king shows up, like the princess is naked in her own bed, she's covered in hickeys, there's like fucking hymen blood all over the blankets, and like Oh. Apparently Griffith is like a fucking hentai protagonist because there's just spunk everywhere too. <laughs> I'd be, I would be mad. I would have to be the dad. I just walk in that room like, what the fuck is this? You didn't even bother to clean up. Oh, let's, uh, and then let's not take into consideration the creepy incest, uh, incest, which thing came with- out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah, like that. Okay, that like that's what like that's a a a a little sip of uh, the broth I gotta do because like there's gonna be a lot of noodles yeah there's a lot of noodles but mm, there's not to say there isn't some broth so our weeaboo Wednesday's pandemic critique udon I Gets you every time. <laughs> um, the sad thing is, one of these days, I'm gonna actually be smart enough and edit that out into a sound clip. Oh, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, like uh, so, sometimes, like that that character, like 360, was like a little weird for me because it's like up until that point, he was portrayed as like a good benevolent king. Like his wife only cheats on him because he was the king. No, no, she cheated on him because he never got over his first wife. Yeah, that and like she, like he, his work, like he threw himself into his work, mm-hmm. like like because he never got over his first wife, yeah, exactly. he retreated into being king, which is why that kingdom was like so prosperous. Yeah. Um, oh, excuse me. Yeah, and I guess like the princess was like from his first wife too. So. Yeah. No. Exactly. Well, okay. Like now thinking about, it, I f- I forgot that the queen wasn't like the actual biological mother to like the mm-hmm. princess. Well, she died, so who cares? Yeah. <laughs> She was but a minor though, character like, that, that Still, though, that was kind of weird because it was just, like, that came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And, like, the king character just is, like, this 360. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, in, and then, to say thank you for having sex with his daughter and taking her virginity despite the fact that he wanted yeah. to, he thanks them with years of in jail and torture. Yeah, he, like, uh, gets a professional, uh, uh, AAA torture to basically fuck over Griffith. And by the time, like, our heroes have gone, like, where the hell is Griffith? Oh, yeah, no. they get ambushed. Yeah. And yeah, they get ambushed by the king's men, despite the fact that the king had literally just taken the moment to honor them as great heroes. Yeah. And literally tur- turned, I think, all the officers into nobles. Yeah. Despite the fact there was no fallout from that, which in my opinion would be a lot very questionable. Like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Of course, this is also. Maybe the- that was the motivation of why people were so, like, eager to do it. Because, yeah, like, I yeah. know that was definitely a thing, like, that undercurrent didn't go away. Even though they, like, took out 90% of the players in that, uh, by killing the queen mm-hmm. and her, like, conspirators. Well, yeah, they were the <clears throat> active ones. Everyone else was just, like, bigoted. Yeah, that's true. Um, but, yeah, and then... What a scathing critique on, uh, classism and, like, uh, social hierarchies. Yep, so the heroes can go in and save Griffith! Yeah, so, like, Guts, uh, like, Casca finds Guts, who has inherited the Band of the Hawk, who are in a very bad way, because, like, uh... She's struggling. Yeah, because Casca is a good, uh... She's a fighter and a great fighter, and, like, but not, like, a great leader, and she admits to that. Yeah. And none of the other, like, people in the Band of the Hawk, it's like, you know, this entire operation was held together by Griffith. But Casca was still (laughs) doing, like, I think they were following her mostly out of like, Casca was always kind of seen as, like, the big sister to yeah. everyone. Like, she, she, she was also, like, the mentor. Yeah, yeah, she was kind of seen as a sergeant. She's great at leading the individual troops, but not, like, the grand scheme of yeah. things. Which, I, I, okay, can we talk about, like, Casca for a second? Casca? Casca? Casca, yeah, uh, Catherine. Yeah. Um, but, like, I like her character a lot, um, yeah. because it's, like, it, it's very rare that I actually see, like, a strong female protagonist in an Despite anime. the fact that we keep talking about them in our goddamn podcast. Well, like, uh, our podcast, like, half half of the, the uh, I'm air quoting here, strong uh, uh, female characters are neurotic big-tittied women, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Cos- Cos- How Cos- dare you call me Kaido last? <laughs> Cos- Koska is like actually shown to be confident. She's got like actual backstory and like motivations on like why she trusts Griffith. Like there's that thing where like uh, that little that that little boy died mm-hmm. and like they found his corpse. And instead of, like, going through, which is, like, you see how far Griffith is willing to go to get his dream, mm-hmm. which he, like, sells himself in a prostitution for a night to that one noble. Oh, yeah. And, like, Tosca finds out about that, and, like, that like that shows her, like, how, like, how in it to win it Griffith is. Mm-hmm. And, like, how he did feel <laughs> guilt for killing that boy. Yeah, the fucking, sorry, but that was also the lo- ruler of the purple not, purple rhino dice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His whole thing of, leave Griffith alive! Yeah. <laughs> was just so we can so fuck him again, and it's like, what a creepy, like, every single rich person in this series is a creepy <laughs> asshole. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. But then you think about, like, the old witch who's probably could have been, who had a, God knows how much an assets. Yeah. With her goddamn all those magical items she had, but the least creepy out of the bunch. Yeah, well, she's not rich. She's hood rich. Hood rich. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's got a hood. Because she's a witch. If you can hear, if you can't hear the cricket sounds, because they were too, they thought it was too awkward to say anything. <sighs> 
<laughs> we'll get to we'll get to the witch characters later, which are some of my favorite characters. All right, because they're also very well thought out. But it's like I like Casca because like she doesn't fall into like uh, a lot of the anime woman trust. It only happens twice where she has like uh, two weird character breaking moments. Where, uh, she, like, uh, after the, uh, the time where, uh, she gains her first, like, Guts gets her first coin of trust, where they mm-hmm. get, like, thrown off because she's having her period. Oh, yeah, that's right. she, that was fucking yeah. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, she only, like, she only fucked up being, like, Captain once because, like, she didn't, uh, factor in her period at <laughs> one point. And big battle being chased into the woods. Yeah. She was having a hard time moving. Yeah. And, like, uh, Guts is like, wow, being a woman must be pretty hard. Uh, but, like, uh, yeah, the the only weird part was there where it's, like, uh, in the battle after with the purple, with the uh, whale commander uh, from Chudder. Uh, what? Like, yeah, that's the name of the enemy nation they were fighting, Chudder. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the fucking... Yeah, I thought the- it was a great... I thought it was a shark theme. That, that, that one-eyed guy who keeps coming back. Yeah, and then... yeah, yeah. The, he's from the Empire of Chudder. Yeah. Which is, like, the enemy, uh, the e- enemy not European empire. Yeah. But it's, like, he calls her out and it's like, wait, you were only bad fighting because you were having her period? And then, like, they do, like, that chibi face. It's like, don't say it out loud. You dumbass. Yeah, so it's, like, that was kind of, like, it was out of character, but it inserted a little bit of levity into, like, yeah. the situation. Yeah, well, that character was essentially a comic relief villain. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it, it, it made sense in that context, and it's like, I didn't find it, like, you know, too intrusive, because yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I thought it was a fun laugh. Yeah, it, it was a fun laugh. Like, if they had done it more than that, then I would be like, then she's just, like, the token stupid girl. But yeah. she's not. She's, like, competent and stuff. Like, the the only ever second time where it's, like, they have, like, that anime femininity that she has is after she has sex with Guts and she gets on the horse and it hurts. Yeah. (coughs) Well, it's not so much anime comic movies. It's like, you know what? After having sex with that, you you gain hit a lot down there. It's gonna hurt. No, no, I don't mean that. I mean, it's, like, the, the, like... The art style where she, like, has, like, that anime, like, girl face. Like, oh. Yeah. I think that's, I think it's just because anime uses that fucking face so fucking often. Yeah, but like, like... not appropriate like that. Yeah, like, it, it, was, it was funny because it's like, that's that tiny moment that's just between for, like, Guts and Casca. And, mm. like, I like that uh, um, Guts has that moment where, like, they're having sex and he flashes back to being, like, raped by that dude. Yeah. And he's like, okay, I can't do this. Yeah. I cannot do this. And I was like, oh, wow. And, like, they, they actually use that as, like, a talking point to explore the characters. Yeah. Because, like, that's really cool. It's, like, that, that's a good way to, like, use sex in the manga where it's like, oh, this character now reveals, like, this huge part of their backstory yep. uh, because now they're super vulnerable to each other. Yep. And also, it's just more of a realistic way that, okay, we had this event come up. How was... Like, okay, let's have him have sex. Wait, dude, he got raped as a kid. Where's the thing that's gonna go? Oh, crap, you're right. Okay, let's yeah. write in a bitch for that. Okay, like, we'll write we'll write it in and we'll use it as an excuse mm. for Guts to, uh, uh, like... To ex- open up to Casca. Yeah. There we go, perfect. Okay, print it. <laughs> print it. Okay, it's gonna take us... <clears throat> All right, give me a second. I'm still working on the eyelashes on this because this artist goes into detail with every panel. Really? Like, like, we keep calling him this artist. Oh, keep going. I'm going to yeah, look up this his fu- name. Like, the reason why we also bring up the fact that this anime kind of uh, face is very, like, 
like uncommon for this guy is because Kentaro if, uh, Mi- uh, Miura. Yes, Kenta- Kentaro's art. He very much his art style. He goes into detail in like every shot. Like you see every like line in a pupil. Yeah. Like he'll go out from he'll do the little black dot and then do all the lines coming out of it. Yeah. And then blend them together because it is just so in depth. Like. No other manga artist, really, in my opinion, goes that much into detail over the smallest thing like that. Like, these days, because, especially on weekly mangas, like, yeah. you, they gotta pull them out so fast, go, fuck it, dot it, put this up, make the eyes, or, even better, let's have a Naruto character who doesn't show half his face most of the time. Quick, awesome, we'll just black it, we'll black yeah. that part, it'll be a simple shape in, some, in one eye. Yeah. Perfect, easy. Uh, so it's like, in a way, it's like, oh, we're just gonna come up with, like, really, uh, with characters of, like, oh, very distinct, uh, style and look. But, like, Berserk... (laughs) (laughs) I just found out, I was just trying to find an image of the golden age of Puck. Remember when Puck was a real character and not just a chestnut? Pepperidge Farm, remember? Well, yeah. yeah, okay, so, like... Yeah, sorry. Uh, like, the Puck turns into that. We'll, we'll, we'll get on that when we yeah. get to Puck, I guess. But, continuing on where we were... Yeah, uh, we? yeah, Griffith makes a deal with the devil, because they bust him out of jail, and then they're on the run, but Griffith's been, like, horrifically maimed. Like, we're... we're yeah. He's got his tongue ripped out. They've he's cut missing. all of his tendons, so he can't move he, his arms yeah, he and He can't legs. move on his own at all. He's essentially a quadriplegic. Uh, yeah, they've done they, something horrible to his face. Yeah. No, they've locked his head inside. His yeah, but they head. open it. Remember? They open it, uh, and then, like, Guts immediately closes it, and Casca's uh, like, I want to see it. It's like, no, you do not get, like, you do not get to see that. Well, no, I don't think it was something like that. It's like, he, he hid it away. He's like, sorry, can't open it because he didn't he wanted to spare Griffith's feelings yeah and honestly like and I think and literally I think like even in the end like I think Guts realized the fact that he wasn't gonna get the girl like with this that Casca was gonna choose Griffith over him in despite all this yeah but like that that's the interesting thing about the characters it's <laughs> not this a super blatant love triangle like mm-hmm. if this was written by somebody else or what would have happened? A weaker artist. Yeah, or, or a weaker, a, a weaker uh, like a, a a weaker writer or a writer that like uh, just kind of plays it to the like you know plays it to the book. There would have been a very blatant love triangle. There would have been a scene where it's like Casca decides to go with like uh, decides to go with Griffith and stuff, and Guts gets all butthurt, mm-hmm. and that's what causes like the fall of betrayal. But instead, it's like these three characters love each other mm-hmm. in their own weird way, but they they genuinely love each other. Mm-hmm. And like if like because guts would have let Costco go. Yeah, like he would. I think he's nearly done that like a few times. Yeah, already. I mean like I, that's one of the reasons I feel like that's why he left because he knew it's like Costco would never like Costco would never go Choose with him. him because she loves Griffith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like Costco also loves guts and Griffith because like uh, guts is strong, competent, and similar to Griffith but accessible. Oh. Uh, for those who don't know, freaking someone was posting the ch- the chance of presidency scores of how Trump was really low and then Hillary was really high in the beginning and then there was that middle point and then yeah, the real thing happens. They basically and then someone made realized. Sign over it. Yep, someone realized it's it, election night sacrifice. That's how Trump won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does he give up? He doesn't care about anybody. I'm sure there's a child we don't know about. 
Milani, uh, like his daughter's still around. So. Oh no, fuck! Uh, who's that creepy little guy who's convinced he's his best friend to Trump? Uh, it wasn't secret. Uh, Bu something Bush. Jeb Bush? Not Jeb Bush. He hate Jeb Bush hated him. Yeah. Um, it was like during his Apprentice days. I I don't fucking I don't fucking John Stewart or like Daily Show kept showing bits of this yeah. guy and like he he was the world's biggest suck up to Trump essentially. <laughs> Like, uh, I'll kill the person who loves me the most. The person no, I, I am the one. He's convinced I am the one who loves Trump most. Yeah, I love him more than everybody. Yep. But, yeah, so essentially, like, to get Griffith out, the entire thing, like, the entire time, by the way, mm -hmm. if you've never read this uh, uh, manga, which is a mistake because you're listening to us essentially contextually <laughs> think into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, like, uh, Griffith has this thing called the Behelet, which is, like, this weird Easter egg with a fucked up face. Yeah. Um, Imagine Picasso molding a face onto a uh, fucking Easter egg. Necklace. It's like, hey, Picasso, can you make some Easter eggs? I'll make the scariest fucking Easter eggs. <laughs> Picasso, no, no. These are for the kids. These are for the kids. I'll put them in a, a woman's vagina who's going through menstruation. It'll be great. Picasso, why? <laughs> um, and, then, and then when a dark moment happens, they're like, the face will actually shape, and then it will scream. Yeah. And then open a portal to hell. Picasso, what the fuck? Yeah, so essentially, that's what a bailiff does. And, like, Griffith's got the king's bailiff. Uh, yeah, there, there are several bailiffs out there. Like, there's yeah, regular ones. That, I don't know what call the regular ones. They're essentially though. like devil's contracts where it's like uh, they'll activate at like a pivotal point in your life. And if you accept the contract, you can turn into a demon. But or, have, yeah, but you have to give something up. You like, have to give up what you love most. The, the most, yeah. Which is, like, we see that in, like, the Slug episode, which mm. is, like, a great way to show it, which is the Slug had the chance to become, like, a full demon. Well, no, he, no, it's like another resurrection, which hasn't happened before. Yeah. And he feared he'll become the strongest of demons, kind of like, but he had to give up his daughter. daughter and he wasn't ready to make that leap. Yeah. And despite the fact he had already given up his wife. Yeah. But, like, to be fair, like, he was an inquisitor and he came back and he found his wife, like, gangbanging again, yeah, like, like, in a gangbang witch orgy. Yeah, that was... Yeah. Kind of, you know what? It was a great... I love her still, but, yeah, demons take her. Go ahead. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, he killed himself. Like, he, he mortally wounded himself and then the bailiff uh, uh, emerged and, like, offered him and said, yo, you want to be a demon? But the thing is about wife. these bailiffs, a bailiff is destined to a person. Like, yeah. Even if you throw... Like, even in, like, Griffith's case, he he lost his bail to the torturer, and then that thing flew off and uh, God knows where. I mean, even but just before like the, he his contract is made, he like is in the river and he finds the bail that has come back. Yeah, because he gets thrown from the cart and he gets speared on like a piece of wood. Yeah, and like he's dying now, uh, and then yeah. like he the bail it shows up mm -hmm. and like it like. I, I like that I like that scene a lot because it's like it shows him it's like do you remember this boy how about all the other boys that died so you could have a staircase to your desire mm -hmm. like was it worth it like this is the cost of your ambition it is paved by the bodies of your friends and like he runs away from it and then he realizes it's like no this is what I want mm -hmm. and it's like this weird character development well, moment like you were yeah. all for like griffith before like he was like just, he had a weak moment he hate fucked the princess he sloppily fucked the princess but let's be honest she was into it it was consensual yeah i'm, I'm not mad about that i'm mad about him being so fucking sloppy that's it i i guess like that's why it was made up because griffith has been 
surgical to a T up until that point where he just like sprays his seat. Like if this is modern day, it's like he just signed the room in the princess's <laughs> vagina. And it's just like, I was here. <laughs> you can't see it, audience, but I'm like spinning around in my chair, jacking off in the air, <laughs> making pew pew noises sounds with my hand. <laughs> that, that's the ejaculate. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah, because it's like, I, and I realize like that's the, I, I guess like that is the emotion that is supposed to be, uh, like I'm supposed to feel at that point. And like, well done for Kento for like getting that out of me. I no, mean, it's not hard, but it's like, it's. Well, Kentaro clearly, he understands people. He does what many writers should be doing, especially in Japan, Japanese writers. Is doing, a, is doing a thing called people-watching, in which you literally go out in public, you watch, you observe people like animals, essentially, and you figure out how humans react. Yeah, like, well, what actual reactions are. Yeah, you just... Not you, just anime over-the-top, like, hyperboles of it. Exactly. It's like, a metaphor has no meaning if it has no context, exactly. you know? Yeah. Like, freaking oh, oh no, the wind blew up a girl's skirt, and now everyone's screaming and slapping some guy who accidentally saw it. No, it's just going, ah, crap, he's Yeah, it's like, a, a wind blows, and the Red Cross has to be there because so so many men have suffered from nosebleeds that could have killed them. Yeah, or is in real life, it's going, nice. Usually, and then, which is usually a said in their head. Yeah, like girl, a, cur a curt nod, a quick, okay, a curt nod, a quick look of your eye. You do not tilt your head. If you tilt your head, you are trash. And, and perhaps say, hello, like under your breath. Uh, no, no, like, I, I would just like, one second look, gaze, look back, in head, nice. Yep. And then I go back to doing whatever I do at the park, which is mm. probably hunting pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> or are you trying to find live mice for Hideo Kojima? <laughs> yeah. Well, he can't afford the mice. <laughs> he's moved on to tougher fare. Yeah, possums there? He's, he's ready for pigeons. <laughs> Flying mice. I, I'm afraid, Mark, you see. Each time I bring him a new fresh cage of pigeons through the fireplace just to Santa for him, he gets stronger and stronger. One day I know it will be me in the cage. <laughs> <laughs> it will be us. <laughs> his taste and his ambition will have no end, and he'll have the hankering for human flesh. Honestly, I think he'll just stop with weed. That man smokes so much weed. Oh my god. Oh, but then I'll get the munchies. That's where this. That's where. Going. That's why he yeah. needs the pigeons. Um, okay, so yeah, Griffith, uh, Griffith turns into a demon, and, like, what he loves most, of course, is his, like, strongest asset to getting up to where he wants to go, which is the Band of the Hawk. Yeah, his, the people he's fought with, his friends, Casca, Guts, his two, his few other lieutenants. Yeah, so they're all branded with the sacrifice mark, and they're, uh, almost, they're all almost slaughtered to a man. Our, our favorites, such as Pippin, is gutted from the inside out, Judeo, who, uh, leads to death and death. then eaten. Yeah, he's, he's bleed to death. Um, yeah, and then Kako is left alone. His first gang raped by demons and then uh, raped by... Um, um, Guts is left fighting as hard as he can. Who gets his eye cut out and also... Gets, Gouged out yeah. as he's watching Demon Griffin rape, rape Casca. Who, like, uh, who at this point it's assumed the fact that Casca may be pregnant with Guts's kid. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of like... I they it's that is kind of pushed forward later, which is kind of weird. And but that is the preamble. Now we get to the amble. 
And the amble that starts right after this is essentially the Skull Knight, a mysterious character who's... I don't think... I think he's shown up once or twice before this. Yeah. Like, it's... Uh, we'll, we'll get into that. Go yeah. On. Who has... Um, at one, who basically breaks into this other kind of dimension that's kind of leaked into reality mm -hmm. and rescues both Guts and Casca from the demons. Yeah. And the demons don't really go after him because they figure, ah, he's, they're burned with a mark. We'll get him eventually. Whatever. Yeah. We've already, he's already made, he's already made his deal. Yeah. And. 98% is good. Yep. And now we keep calling Griffith a god, a, a demon at this point, but it's a bit more than that. He's actually kind of essential. he becomes essentially a god in this case. Yeah, they, they're called like the angels. The, the hand of God. Yeah, the hand of God. But uh, like, yeah. uh, it's, a, it's the, heavily the, alluded that like the religion, the popular religion. Is, is actually uh, them. Yeah. But, like... The God Hand. Yeah, the yeah. God Hand, that was it. Because we have a moment later where literally, a, like, someone slashes a sword at, at, at Femto, and he literally takes the sword slash, like, pulling it out of reality like a, like a freaking ribbon, and yeah. replaces it somewhere else. This is the ridiculousness of, like, these creatures. Yeah, they're, they're essentially, like, uh, full-fledged reality benders. Yes. But, yeah, so, like, Guts escapes, he meets up with, uh, Gordo. Gordo. Who is a blacksmith. The last other, the last other, uh, surviving member of the Order of the Hawk, who is, uh, Rickert. Rickert. A kind of kid who was a, a very intelligent kid. Yeah, he's, like, he was the youngest out of the group. He, like, he uses, he uses a crossbow, and, like, he essentially hides out with Guts, Casca, and, like, uh, um, uh, Gordo's, uh, Gordo's kid. Grand, uh, granddaughter. Granddaughter, yeah. And, um... Guts essentially goes on a crusade to kill as many demons as he can. Yes. And this is also where he gets his signature weapon. Ben, the Dragon Slayer. Which Gordo made on a stupid bet with the king. And then yes. like when he did it, the king got pissed off. He's like, you wasted all this metal. Kill him. And then Gordo ran away with it. Yeah. Because no one could have wield it. Yeah. But like, uh, yeah, he turns into like, Guts essentially turns for the first part to Ash in the Army of Darkness. Yes. Because he gets a mechanical hand. Which we forgot to mention, he lost that in the demon fight as well. Yeah, he chopped it off to yep. get to... Casca. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then gets his eye gouged out. And then all the fun continues. Yeah. But yes. Um, yeah, he gets his own robo-hand with a cannon in it. Yeah, also it's magnetized, which I don't think was a thing back then. No. Yeah. No. Because it, it's like, how the fuck do you know about magnets? Oh, no, he would understand magnets, but... Let's be honest, they probably found magnets. Yeah. But the problem is, they're not going to find, like, the ne the z z uh, what's it called? The neodymium? Or, like, the what's the really fancy magnets? The ones that are Rare really earth? Huh? The rare earth magnets? Uh, kind of, yeah. Like, yeah, the, the little silver ones. Yeah, those are so rare ones that, like, Yeah, like, they, they've got a real name, I just can't remember. Yeah. But nonetheless, like, one of those ones that could probably hold that sword in your hand, unlike our real magnets, which is kind of like a click. And then you can just yeah. pull them apart. Because it's like, yeah, his fingers are magnetized, so all they can do is clamp down on the sword, so when yeah. he uses it for a swing. But yeah, Guts spends, like, two years, like, running around, chopping uh, demons up. Oh, by the way, Casca's, like, mind-broken. Oh, yeah, at this point, yeah, we talk about mind-break, which is actually, which is a common point in hentai. But yeah. They're not the sexy kind of that. It turns into like, oh, ooh. Yeah. We're talking like, like the actual someone, like someone had a stroke yeah. kind of moment and they are definitely not who they were. Yeah, they're not be. who they were, and then you look at it and it's like it's upsetting because it's like this was like the like, you know, one of the first uh, uh girl like his first characters. loves. Yeah. 
And it's like you see like this previously strong like character who is now reduced to like the intellect of a child and who is afraid of him. Yes. Yeah. Because he tries to he couldn't resist his feelings for her and she he thought he saw the same still in her eyes yeah. and she just starts screaming. She like flips out. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. And then she also gives birth to a demon baby. Yeah, and like it, it's also doubly bad because it gives guts flashbacks to him be like uh, him being raped. So he's yeah. like, I can't do this. It's yeah, like, like I, everything is like ruined forever. Yeah. So like in order to make up for that, he goes out and like kills demons for like two years. Yep. Until yeah. he gets tired of killing demons and goes back. Uh, what to, was the... uh, continuing. Um. Yeah, Shit. until, like, uh, he comes back after two years, uh, after he gets tired of killing demons, and he's like, yo, I need, like, to check up on Casca and shit, and Rickard's like, where the fuck have you been for two years? I've been taking care of her, and, And like, she's gone. Yeah, she's, she's, she's gone. She, like, we lost track of her. She's, yeah. yeah. In which, then we lead into our, into a... Uh, we lead to a, one of the more well-known moments, which is the we're leading into the rebirth of Griffith yeah. arc, in which we meet the fucking goddamn Inquisitors. Mm-hmm. Which, dear God, those those fuckers. But yes, all right. Um, let's actually give that context and not just talk about it ominously. Yeah, well, there uh, it's established that there's uh, the Church of the Hawk. I the, think I think Hawk or Falcon. Yeah, the Hawk or the Falcon, which is like I the, think it's Hawk. Yeah, the the m- major religion in the yeah. land. Yeah. So like things have been going super shitty. Um, yep. Like the empire that guts and the uh, band of the ha- uh, Hawk helped build is falling apart. There have been talks of, like, uh, Kushan incursions into the border. Kusha, by the way, which is not Persia, Persia. slash not the Middle East. Yep. Um, yeah. It's just Persia, actually. But this entire, uh, the entire arc essentially boils down to Griffith becomes reborn uh, in mortal form. Yep, because before they can only, like, take temporary form using, like, mat- like essentially yeah. living matter. Like, you'll see, like, other um, ha- God Hand members doing this, like... Uh, one of the ones be turning like uh, becoming all like the various like vermin and play plague rats from like yeah. a massive burn in the village. I like um, the one dude who's like the advisor god hand. Oh, the like, tiny floating one. Yeah, the tiny floating one because it's like his world was a Hieronymus Bosch painting, which is uh, this old sixty. Like I okay, so I don't know what that means. A big noodle. My biggest noodle from this is like this is such a well researched manga. Like, things and elements in the story aren't superfluous. Like, the armor design is great. The way everything is drawn is great. They also calls out to, like, figures within, like, that time period. So, Hieronymus Bosch, you've probably seen the painting. Uh, he's most famous for the Garden of Earthly Delights, which is, like, these three paintings. One shows heaven, one shows earth, and one shows hell. And hell's, like, really trippy. There's, like, devil birds all over the place sticking people in the pooper. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's, like, uh, um... Oh, well, I'll get into you later, because it's one of my favorite paintings. Um... Yeah, but, like, uh, Guts essentially meets uh, his future party members over there. Uh, one of them being Serpico and Farnese, who, uh, are part of the uh, Knights of the Holy Chain, or the Order of the Chain. Mm-hmm. What, what did you find? I found a very... <laughs> a... I want to see. A Spongebob Berserk crossover art. 
What is Plankton Guts? In which Plankton is Guts, Femto or Demon God Griffith is Spongebob, and the various other Godhead members are Squidward, Sandy, uh, Mr. Krabs, and fucking... Patrick. That's absolutely great. Okay, I think I know exactly what we're gonna have to use for our fucking thing. You yeah. find out who made that and you credit them. Yeah, I will f I will try my best. Yeah, but, uh, um, shit. Yeah, uh, Farnese is, like, this, uh, religious zealot. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's essentially, like, a, a sister superior. And she is aided by her right-hand man, the Mustache Knight, and uh, uh, Serpico, who's the, uh, the pretty fox, uh, the pretty fox boy. Actually, yeah, uh, uh, fucking Mustache Knight is like the only samurai character in this yeah. thing. <laughs> and um, he kind of boy he turns himself into that later. Yeah, he turns himself into that. Uh, we'll get we'll get into that and like why are the reasons uh, I like it. But yeah, so essentially, like they meet these characters, uh, they get into a fight. Uh, Gut shows Farnese that um, there's more to this world than uh, what meets the eye. And, like, I love the rule established by Puck, because only certain people can see Puck. Puck mm -hmm. is the fairy sidekick, who's been caught, like, essentially the healer NPC. Because mm -hmm. Guts kind of just keeps him around because he can heal Guts. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, the thing he says is, like, oh, why can't these knights see you? It's, like, because it's, oh, it's because they have a rigid worldview. Like, uh, from the start, they have already... They expect the world to be a certain way, so they aren't open-minded and is flexible to believe that there are other things out there like me that can exist, mm -hmm. so we're just invisible to them. And I, I actually really like that explanation, which is mm. like, yeah, you cloister yourself off, so you blind yourself to all the possible options. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm, I'm researching this yeah. fucking image for you. <laughs> awesome. So, essentially, well, you can do that later. Uh, yeah, I yeah. know. But, uh, yeah, essentially, like, we're introduced to a couple of, like, the new characters that later becomes, like, Guts' friend. Uh, also, this is kind of, like, the part where Guts starts to calm down from being an edgelord. Because he literally spends two years being an edgelord. Yep. Where he's hunting down demons with Puck. Reluctantly with Puck. Yeah. And the only reason he ends up keeping around is like, oh yeah, fairy dust is a great healing medicine. Yeah, but then he gets back Casca, and then they're like, we're going to try and like uh, travel together. Yeah, uh, and get this her is after down. this is after, of course, uh, Griffith is reborn and oh, we forgot falls. to mention like a huge thing. I'm sure we did. Yeah, so like guts and Casca are branded with the brand of sacrifice. Oh. This brand attracts demons at night. Yep, because at night demons. No, it's not. Not just demons, more like just spirits. Yeah, everything like bad, like yeah. nothing it attracts is good. Yep, in which it attracts demons who are currently on Earth. Yeah, and then it also attracts spirits from like the underworld who possess various things, from yeah. people to corpses to skeleton to whatever. Yeah, so, so Guts, yeah, Guts has essentially been not sleeping for two years, and now when he's taking care of Casca, he's also not been sleeping because he has to defend her from double the amount of demons because there's two people at the sacrifice mark. Yep. So uh, at this point, uh, we're going to skip over a lot of what happens in like the Inquisitor arc. Yeah. Because those characters are really cool, but shit, there's a ton of plot. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. And then, we, it, then there's also just the demon horse that's about to rape <laughs> 
this. Yeah. <laughs> because that's like, oh, thank you for that image. Yeah, I remember seeing that as like a thing for Berserk. It's like, if you take things up from Berserk out of context, context. it's you're really like, fucked I up. I never want to read this anime. And I'm sure from what you're listening to us describe it, you probably don't want to read this anime. Yeah. But, uh, so like going over to, like, let's focus on like Guts's fucking uh, character development. Yeah, this character, this person started off is pretty much a boy trying to find a family, mm-hmm. finds the family, discovers he can't have that, goes into a very dark place for a long time, tries to have a family again, and then it kind of works out, honestly. Yeah. Because um, uh, as of right now of this recording, Gus is rolling with the party of uh, Serpico and Farnes, mm-hmm. um, uh, oh. still uh, Casca, uh, monkey brain Casca. That's a fucking way to put it. <laughs> Isidro, who is like the little trainer recruit. Yeah, a little a kid who insists on becoming like Guts's apprentice. Yeah, his uh, protege. Um, Shriek. I think that's how. I think like I, I looked it up on Wikipedia. Yeah. Uh, they show like the little pronouncing thing. I think it's a Shriek. There's also the Japanese way, which is like you know Shriyuk. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to say Shriek for uh, uh, posterity's sake. Yeah, posterity's sake. But uh, yes, yeah, so Shriek. and like two fairies. Yeah, and two fairies. One that came with Shriek. Yeah. And now Puck has just someone to babble with. Yeah. But it's like this uh, family unit. Uh, so usually when kids are introduced to a manga and a main character... It's insufferable. I, it's insufferable. But in this one, it actually works out very well. Because the, the kids actually bring something to the table rather than a, oh no, the kid is not keeping up with us again. Yeah, because it's like guts. And it, it kind of shows you... Uh, what's interesting is like when Guts does something and interacts with the characters, it's like a big moment in like the thing. Because mm-hmm. like remember when they're like fighting through the like uh, those woods to get the uh, the women of that village back from the trolls? Oh yeah. Yeah, and like Guts is like uh, trying uh, trying to uh, find that one uh, God Hand lady, uh-huh. and like he tosses a bag of bombs to Isidro, and he's like, "Cover me!" And it's like such this big moment because it's like. That doesn't mean anything to, like, people, like, you know, if you don't know Guts or, yeah. like, a seizure. It's, like, he trusts people again. And it's, like, after that arc, mm-hmm. he mellows the fuck out. Oh, God, yeah. He mellows so yeah. much to, like, like, oh, my God, you're a person again. And we can- yeah, because it's, like, he, like, he only becomes an edgelord because he's got so much on his fucking plate. He's, like, mm. my girlfriend's been raped and she's never been the same. She's Her, never going to be the yeah, same. Yeah, she's never going to be the same. She's broken. My best friend betrayed me and he's the person who did this. Uh, I'm attacked by fucking demons every night. I haven't had a good night's sleep <laughs> in two years. years. In two years. I've got I, this irritating kid who's following me around. Uh, yeah, I have I've no been, friends. I have this inquisitorial bitch who's convinced I am, like, the birth of Satan yeah. and has changed Facing me around, the Inquis- Inquisition is convinced my my monkey brained girlfriend is a witch yeah. and she must be tortured and killed. Yeah, I mean, like, <sighs> that would break down anybody. Yeah. It would break down anybody. And, like, when these characters actually show up and, like, help take a little bit of that burden away from guts, mm-hmm. he mellows the fuck out and he's actually this great character because he hasn't forgotten how to be like part a of a person. team yeah yeah he definitely is someone like it turns from like going oh fucking to edgelord to actually someone like like a tough person you can respect yeah like, it's like, oh i get like 
the thing with the edge lord is it's like you don't get why they're like that. It's like, yeah. why are you just walking around in trash cans all the time, fucking swinging a blade? Like with guts, it's like you get why he's like that. It's like, yeah, a lot of bad shit happened to you, and uh, you essentially came out of the asshole of hell. Yep. And no one believes you. Yeah. And probably from the asshole of a corpse. Yeah. And then, oh, God. But, yeah, no, on that God Hands thing, we, at this point, all we know for sure, for the for the villain's sake, is apparently the God Hand wants to resurrect their their, their God. Yeah. The, like, idea of evil or something like that. Like, yeah, and, like, you see it very see briefly. A, like, or at least a conceptual image of it. Yeah. Which is, like, almost like this heart with a bunch of, like, Tubes and various other things yeah. coming out of it. Very, uh, uh Azathoth-ish. Yeah. yeah. Well, but from this point, like, at this point we're talking at the end of the... Alright, going past... Moving actually forward with the story about, um, I think at the point... Something we've kind of skipped over is... The fucking Kushalin arc. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. So yeah, because yeah, while guts is doing all this stuff, Kush uh, Kush invades. Yes, and it in the middle and Middle Earth. I mean, fucking yeah. Europe is getting its ass That's handed, handed to, to it. it because not only does Kushala have like an organized singular army me yeah. with elephants and with amazing tactics. And yeah, he. This isn't the first time he's done this before. Before. Yeah, like, not Europe is clearly outmatched and outgunned yeah. by not Persia. They also have their own demon soldiers, too. Yeah, which was cool. Like, that was a really cool thing where yeah. it's, like, the Kushan magic is so much more different than, like, the uh, the magic of the Empire. Yeah. Because at this point, magic is honestly non-existent in yeah. Europe. It's very rare. Because I think for the most part, I think the biggest reason was because the church put it down. Yeah, it, it goes back to that rigid worldview. When that church was established, people uh, started accepting, like, this is how things are supposed to be. So, like, they couldn't perceive, like, the overworld. Mm -hmm. And then, like, uh, after... So, Kush invades... And, like, the physical manifestation of Griffith essentially assembles his A-team. Mm -hmm. And, see, this is what's cool about this story. When it switches over to Griffith, who you know is the bad guy, you're still fucking rooting for him because all of the characters are so cool. Yeah. You've got Locust, the fucking Lancelot knight. Yes. Yeah, there's the nameless hunter who's yes. like the master bowman. Who's, yeah. who, tur who, and one of the biggest things that which I thought was an amazing, like, just progression of this later is when, let's put it this way. Griffith kicks Kushala's ass. He does. Yeah. And puts pushes the Emperor against the back the of the wall. Yeah. And at this point and because one of the biggest things, the reason why freaking uh all these demons are flogging to Griffith is because the god hand essentially like it, it's a siren's call to these people to the demons. Yeah. All demons come to serve serve the Because he's got hand. the king's bail it, and yeah. he's like, uh... And even the emperor, like, at one point when the emperor is, like, right face-to-face -face with Griffith, the emperor knows, like, if he fucking touches me, I'm going to give up everything for this man, like... Yeah. And that is his biggest fight is not to let that happen. Because the emperor is, like, a wizard tyrant? Yes, yeah. he, he... No, he is a demon. Yeah. He is a demon with a very, very unique and powerful um, demon form. Yeah, his astral projection form of, like, a literal storm. Yep, he can... He is literally a living storm. Yeah. And, but later, essentially, he become like, 
he decides to say fuck it all. He he basically tries to do what that freaking slug guy did in the fir- in one of the earliest chapters. Yeah. He attempts he artificially goes through another awakening. Yeah, so oh god, they have like that entire that, yeah. the that entire like There world. is a device that his Grand Wizard created to create these demon soldiers. Which is like a giant uh, womb vagina. Yeah, well, I guess. It's, it's literally what it is. I would call it a womb, but not yeah. the vagina part. Like you dump... You d- you, you, you dump a pregnant woman in there, yeah. and a spirit from like the spiritual world enters it and rips its way out of it, yeah. making, and becoming the demon soldier. A demon soldier, yeah. But um, he decides he's going to go in it as well and get infused with the spirit world. Yeah. And essentially comes out as a um, unspeakable horror. Like, for those of you who are no Magic the Gathering at all, he's an essentially an Eldrazi. Yeah, he turns into a fucking Eldrazi. A like creature, an old one. An yeah. old one that is so powerful that his mere presence can create life. Yeah, like stuff falls off of him and it turns into not, No, not even stuff that falls off him. When he takes a step, yeah. they, come, they come alive from his footprints. Yeah. Like, and, um, Haw- now Griffith, who has assembled his new band of the Hawk... Yeah, well, is consist- the, the, the uh, unified forces of, like, uh, whatever... Like, I want to say it's Midland, but... It's all of Midland. He's yeah. he's recruited the church, who has brought all of the Midland. Yeah, he tricks the Pope. <laughs> yeah, he tricks the Pope yeah. into follow- following him. He has the fucking... He, he rescues the queen... Yeah, or the the princess, the, princess. the, the queen regent yeah. of the most powerful kingdom, like the the princess. The same, he the hate same fucks. yeah, the yeah. same, the same princess he hate fucks, um, and brings together like this army of demons and humans together, yeah. which was a really cool fight scene. I yeah. love that scene where it's like the demons and humans are. Yes, like, I was about to get to that. Like, and as you see, it's like one of his first things is going. He tells the demon demon soldiers to go forth first. And until now, they've kept to their human form. Yeah. They they seem like just, like, psychopaths and unusual knights and everything. Yeah. But then he finally allows them to release their forms, in which all these human soldiers are like, what the fuck? Out. Yeah, and he's got, like, that telepath girl who, like, calmed yeah. everybody down. And she's like, shut up! Like, he's like, like, do you want to win this war, or do you want to hold on to the old ways? Yeah. In which you do get to see this, like, like great moment of where these soldiers and the demons actually begin working together. Despite which the fact, is cool. Yeah. yeah, and it was done, I think it was also because I was listening to some amazing music at the time, so it was very well-fitting and yeah. up the scene for me, but, like... Because up until this point, like, all demons are assholes. All demons yeah. are assholes because... Especially, when get, like, Mr. McRapey Pants of, like, the Black Hounds. Oh, God, yeah, don't get me yeah, started. Yeah, uh, that but, dude is an edgelord. Oh, uh, thank God he's dead. Yeah. Unfortunately, he is in the Berserk Musou game. Oh boy! Yeah, I don't want to play him. No, I don't want to either. Want and to... he's squeaky. Yeah. He's like, a, yeah. yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, you see like this, and it turns at first. It's not just like soldiers fighting side by side. It like turns from moments of where like either like a demon's finally gonna get destroyed by this like monster, and, and like the soldiers, the soldiers like, come and really yeah. like they literally shove the thing off of him. And then you'll eventually start seeing like the soldiers are like riding on the back of like a like yeah. team of like a like armored lizard Doing guy. Doing some fucking crossbow so, fire. Yeah, yeah, crossbow fire. It's just so, like knights with their lances out. Yeah, it's so cool. And then like Griffith goes over to deliver the coup de gras, but Skull Knight shows up, and Skull Knight like 
uh, tries to backstab Griffith with critical damage and he rolls a natural 20, but Griffith rolls a natural 51 yep. and fucking takes the potential damage and like slashes it into like the Kushan Emperor's head, basically creating Yggdrasil, the world tree, and single-handedly flooding the world with magic again. Now, the logic they use for that is because this blade can apparently like cut through dimensions. Yeah. And the idea of it was because the sword would cut through, not this dimension, would reach through this dimension into the into the dimension where the Griffith's real bot spirit exists, mm -hmm. and then slice him up. That was the logic they were using for it. Yeah. And but nope, he's freaking Griffith saw this coming. Yeah. And used this to basically bring the spirit world. To real world. real world. So, so he overlays, like, the magical world and the real world. So in a sudden burst of, like, in, it turns from essentially Game of Thrones yeah. to D&D. &D. Yeah, it literally in turns the, into D&D &D world. Yeah, in, a, in, like, the flip of a page. Yeah. And at the same time, somehow in this creation, Griffin's, like, grand capital appears. <laughs> he's a will bender. Like he's a the reality bender. Yeah, he resurrects like the ancient uh not Roman Empire. Yeah. Oh well at least like the city where he rules now. Yep. Um, and, and it's like this golden age of prosperity for people, but it's revealed by Shriek and the wizards later on that the cost of that is like the world itself is so unstable it's deteriorating and the only focal point is that city. So, yep. like, Griffith will be the ruler of the last city in the world because the world will crumble around it. Yep. Because it's his power that's keeping it together. Yeah. I mean, seriously, spread... God hand, come down. Spread the power along. Yeah. Like, just, but, uh, like, uh, we're... Uh, we forgot, like, two things, which is the berserk armor. Oh, yes. Yeah. So Moving back... From, yes, moving back from the Kushalin side of things. Yeah, because I think back it's down, happening at the same time. Yes, they're happening yeah. about the same time. And because, remember, they get assaulted by Griffith's yeah. soldiers. Yeah, because yeah. Griffith, uh, Griffith is like, I want the playing field clear. Yeah. And that means killing all the witches and wizards, too. So uh, our guts and the party run into uh, this wizard girl, uh, Sheik. Uh, and she essentially, like... Um, uh, they, they fumble around and they get the adventure hook of, like, they gotta hunt down trolls for this one town. And, uh, like, Shriek shows up and she takes them over to her, uh, <coughs> excuse me, the Sorcerer Supreme, <laughs> which is, like, the Lady of the Wood. And she essentially, like, teaches them about, like, magic and shit. Mm -hmm. And, um, they, they go and they save, like, this is the part where, like, Guts turns around and turns into, like, oh, shit, like, I'm a person again. Mm -hmm. And, like, this is clever, and I'm not sure if this is what Kinto meant to do, because it's like, once you do a character, uh, uh, <laughs> do you want to do that? We can cut this part out. No, no, continue, oh. continue. So, like, Sorry, we I, I distracted Michael with something, someone texted me. Uh, okay, so, up until this point, Guts has been, like, an insane edgelord, but he's started to calm down now because he's got friends and stuff. I understand, the author probably understands the people, it's like, I like Guts as, like, this insane edgelord, so he's like, fine, I'll give you the best of both worlds. I know how to make this a plot point. So, though, like, Guts gets fucked up by Griffith's strikes, uh, strike squad, and they kill that, they burn that witch. Mm -hmm. They burn her to the ground. <laughs> but, like, the last thing they do before that is, like, the, the witch gives, uh, the lady, um, the, uh, the older witch gives... 
Yeah. Anyway, the older <laughs> way. <laughs> Marsha's got a blanket because he's cold. It's really cold out here. It is. That's why I'm still wearing my coat. I have not disrobed. <laughs> We do this podcast naked, usually in our <laughs> underwear, and uh, uh, I don't wear a wife beater. Mark wears a, a push-up I do, bra. I do not wear a wife beater. Yeah. But a push-up bra at, when I'm feeling insecure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you wear it to feel safe. Sometimes we share. Uh, 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 he'll take it off mid-podcast, and then I'll put it on. <laughs> and then I'll feel safe. Yeah. And then I'll demand it back because I'm feeling insecure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really should uh, 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 buy two, but we don't have that. We're, this, we don't have that kind this, of money. Our hope is this is going to be a two bra podcast. <laughs> we got that money to get the two bras. Mark can get a bra with two cups, and maybe in the future we'll both get a bra with one cup each. <laughs> kind of like an eye patch, but for your chest. Yes, and a nice crush. <laughs> Oh yeah, but anyway, older witch uh, gives uh, a young witch a shriek. Her last order, which is like, "Yo, Guts is about to get killed in this fight. Give him the armor." And the berserk armor is this crazy piece of monster hunter shit that Guts puts on, and he turns into a fucking wolf man that just destroys shit. And it is also highly hinted the fact. I think it's actually well. I think it's actually confirmed. This was the Skull Knight's old armor. Yeah, because he says that off the yeah. bit. Like he's like, oh, so it's like uh, you're. Yeah, know, he's I can't they implied it. Armor. No, he says it out loud. Yeah. Like he's just like, oh, so you kept my old armor. Yep. Yes, because the old Sorcerer Supreme and Skull Knight are buddies. Yep. But Skull Knight did nothing to help in this fight, though. Yeah, Skull Knight seems to be bound by some, like, rules that we're not aware of. Yeah. Yeah. Because he mentions that. Mm-hmm. Like, he tells her that tonight you're gonna die. Yeah. But, yeah, no, for the friggin'... But the armor itself, yeah, it turns you into a wolfman, kind of. Basically, the armor is basically kind of, like, pumps up your adrenaline. Yeah. It shuts off your pain receptors, and mid-fight will pin... Will basically needle and pin your body back together to, to keep fight. fighting. And supposedly, like, the only way you will end up dying wearing it is if the last drop of blood leaves your body. Yeah, yeah, it runs on blood. Um, yeah. But, like, uh, Guts' power level goes through the roof when he wears this fucking thing. Yeah, this... The, the, the demon he ends up fighting is essentially like a crystal dragon. Yeah, who's, who's, like, from the land of giants. Like, Griffith's a giant, uh, giant division. Yep. And literally, and this thing, like, literally, the first thing he ends up doing is cutting off the thing's horn. Yeah, so, like, Gurf, like uh, Guts shows, it's like, oh, I'm not fucking around. And then they escape. Yep. Yeah, and then they're on the boat for a while. Yep, the boat. Yeah, and then we get to fight the sea god! Yeah, the sea god. Uh, like, that was a good arc, too, because it's like, this is your first taste of, yeah, every, like, supernatural shit is back. Because that village was creepy. Yeah. Yeah. The sea god, essentially a massive sea jellyfish with the ability to devour people and re recreate them as its own tentacles on yeah. its beard. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it was a weird creature. But, like, that's uh, another big noodle, is it's like the designs for things are so memorable. Yep. They're so good. Like, nothing looks similar. Like, yeah. the demon, the demon army, like, that, even down to the knights. Like, yeah. e every single knight has, like, their own armor. Style. Yeah. Like, because especially in these kinds of days, plate armor was expensive and hard to make. 
Like, so a lot of times people would get them customized for good reason. Yeah. It's like you're paying $10,000 for a car. You want to make it your own. Yeah, but, like, just talking from an artist's perspective, oh, yeah, it's just, like, it's – there's so much visual things to just linger on the page. Yep. No, this guy goes so much in detail. Like, I imagine, like, before he even takes the time to start even, like, okay, I want to face this giant sea monster – Right, let's sketch some ideas for sea monsters. Yeah. And not just going, oh, I'll create a generic sea serpent kind of bullshit, you know. Yeah. But no, like, instead he comes with this giant jellyfish monster with tentacles, with tentacles off his beard, which split into smaller monsters, which split again yeah. into smaller monsters. He essentially makes, like, old evil Pac-Man. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's old evil Pac-Man. It's just a circle that hangs out in the sea that's a giant mouth with a beard. Yep. And even inside, apparently, its organs have organs. Because they, when he goes to, when Guts goes in to kill its heart, the heart has eyes on it. Yeah. Because apparently, it evolved to the point of where this is a thing that does happen. And it's also like, so I'm a, mar like, I studied marine biology and I recognized all the animals that attack. Because they're real yeah. animals, but they're just like weird deep sea animals that are scary to look yeah, at. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? Which I, I appreciated. They're just like floating inside the creature and like pretending it like it's yeah. like a fucking hornet's nest. Yeah, I know. Like, some of them made sense. They're like those little spider things. Yeah. But then some of them were just like the big gulper eel. Yeah. Which, why the fuck is this in yeah, here? So why the fuck not? But, yeah. um... Oh, and they pick up two new uh, crewmates, the ship captain. Yep. Who... I like his character, Yeah, too. no, at first we thought... All right. There is a arc we, we missed midway through, like, during the Kushalin bits. Yeah. Um, with Guts' party, they base... Because um, Farnes they, is feeling, I think, was it guilty or the fact that she got called back? I can't remember. Well, okay, so like for, before that, like they go to the witch because the uh, they find out the witch could heal Casca, and then the mm -hmm. witch is like, "I'm not powerful enough to do that, but like I know a person who is, and it's like in the, the Elfin Lands, the yeah. Flower Storm King, yeah, the Flower Storm King." So it's like that's where they're heading to now, and they hit the high seas, but they don't have enough money to charter a boat. But Farness is rich, so her thing is like I contribute nothing to this team. I oh. yeah, I'm not a fighter. I'm like a shitty magician because she starts training as a magician with uh, which she does do some decent support. Yeah, she's like she's really good support because like Gus she, keeps her around for that. She keeps an eye like uh, she, she keeps an eye on Casca and Casca trusts her. Yeah. yeah, that was the big thing. Like she didn't realize like how important she was because she was basically Casca's just like. Uh, caretaker. Yeah, and it's like with guts, like with guts not having to take care of Casca every night, he can like concentrate on like. Well, no, he doesn't even do that anymore because Shriek learns how to yeah uh, to seal the seal the brand temporarily. Yeah, and all she does, and when I say temporarily, it means going. Oh, I just have to reapply it in the morning. Yeah, because like in like the episode where there's full party now. Gut spends most of his time sleeping. Yes. Which is, like, makes sense because it's like, I'm catching up on two years of uh, terror. It's not, terror it's not just me. that. It's because one of the things that this series does, which I'm very happy it does that like, compared to a lot of series, is injuries are they're persistent fucking, and awful. they're awful. Like, you'll see in Naruto or in the like of someone getting thrown against a brick wall and they'll get back up off it. Like, oh, yeah. fuck, I was thrown against a brick wall, whatever kind of thing. Or, like, oh, I fell down, like... 300 feet. Yeah, like Gus gets thrown against a brick wall and it's like three ribs. of his ribs are cracked and a vertebrae is popping and it's like you, like the 
they go out of their way to tell you it's like this would kill a regular person and yeah. Guts is like struggling to get on his feet. This is why we literally say Guts wins through sheer willpower and dumb luck. Yeah, and now he's got like fucking berserk armor which like yeah. doubles his constitution score. Yeah, and before like he was able to withstand a lot because the hermit the hermit blacksmith created badass armor. Yeah. But it didn't stop it didn't stop him from nearly being paralyzed after he fought a flying demon which dropped him and it from the sky. Yeah. Oh, there's that part where, like, she shoots her needle through. Oh, yeah, she's like, well, she stabbed a, yeah, and then he bites on the needle and he stabs her in the gut. Yeah, there's the man should not be standing for all, yeah, he should be in a hospital bed for the rest of his life if this were a real person. Yeah, but like, this is where the plot is right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, now that we've covered all the plot, we think, yeah, or like the main points, see God. Kushala, yeah. Griffith rise to power. Oh, we didn't bring up one last important thing. What's happened to Rickert during this all oh, the time? Oh shit, that's right. Yeah. All right. At this point, Rickert, the final, um, his finally apparently left the hermit blacksmith's place with his granddaughter because the hermit passed away mm -hmm. not long after uh, Guts finally left with Casca. Yeah. Um, Gordo does one last thing, which is like he makes the blade stronger and fixes it. Yeah, he fixes. He upgrades the blade. Yeah. Um, and as he's escaping, he figures he's going to go to the capital because he heard Griffith's back. Yeah. And he wants to hear it from him, what the hell happened. Because until now, he was essentially creating blades as graves for every member of the Band of Hawk. Yeah. And he kind of knows what happened, but kind of wants to hear it from his own, from Griffith's own mouth. Yeah, because, like, Guts told him, and he's like, I want to hear it from Griffith. Like, I trust you, Guts, but it's like, I need... This is hard to believe. Yeah. And when he gets there, he begins being shown around the capital. In which you see, like, this is actually kind of a like paradise. Like a utopia. For a humans, utopia. Yeah. You see, um, like, Kushlins and Midland people working together. Like, you really see, like, a group of, like, a mix of them going, oh, we're going to go help out a local village that's being, being attacked by trolls. And yeah. they're like, all right, I'll see you when you get back. Um, death is no longer the finality in which apparently... Um, Griffith can actually bring temp bring back a lot of the spirits you of the can, dead. As a ghost, so you can have closure. Yeah. So yeah, to give people closure and goodbye, so there is no longer a fear of death. Yeah, It's not going to be something that's like this. You'll be able to say your goodbyes. Yeah, you'll be able to say your goodbye. And like, since there's a ghost now, you can be like, oh shit, heaven really is real. Yep, like, yeah, the finality of it, it does exist. Yeah. There is no more mystery. And we're shown that, we're shown like... Um, what's happened to a lot of the other characters we minor characters throughout yeah, the series the, uh, the whore with the heart of gold Old, is there uh, the, the second in command of the Kushan Empire the like, Ku well the Kushan em Empire the assassin yeah he, remember he was exiled no well, his well, family's I'm exiled. talking about the yogi dude oh yeah the yogi guy yeah. <laughs> I love that guy the beast master who's like uh, taking refuge up in there too who for a while at one point was like a big baddie yeah. for uh, for a while and he's become just this nice old man who works with the prostitutes with the heart of gold. Essentially, just he runs the stables. Yeah. Because he's a he can basically mind control animals. Yeah. So uh, like uh, uh, what eventually happens is like Rickard shows up and like he's like Griffith, is it true? Like what Guts told me? And like Griffith is like yeah. And like uh uh. And he offers him a place. Yeah, he know? offers it, and like because Rickard's like super smart. He made an automatic crossbow. Yeah, he's the one who made the automatic crossbow. Yeah. He he made the robo arm for guts. Yeah, 
So, like, yeah, he's like, join me. Like, you know, it can be like old times again. Mm -hmm. Like, I still have the seal. And then Rickard goes up and he's like, you know, like, the new seal is like subtly different from the old, like, old one. And then he like slaps Griffith. And it's like, and that's the difference. It's like, you may look like Griffith, you may talk like Griffith, but you are not my Griffith. This is not the, this yeah. is not my band of Hawk. Yeah, this is not my band of Hawk. And I have no place in it. And like, essentially, like, a hit gets put out on him. Well, no, here's the thing, though. It wasn't put out by Griffith. Yeah. This was because this slap was actually in plain view of a lot of people. people like yeah. uh, like the princess, the psychic girl, pretty much all the higher-ups, and, and one of the demon knights who kind of intimidate shows him pandemonium. pandemonium. Which yeah, is where the, all the devils live, where the they like, have a fucking... They've got a gladiatorial ring, yeah. and like where they can eat monster. They can eat, like... I don't imagine human, but meat and yeah. like in their own terms. Like he shows, like this is the the dark side and true side of like the army of the hawk. Yeah, and this demon and this demon knight, the same one that also guts humiliates the crystal dragon. Yeah, it's funny because it's like showing him pandemonium is like. Hey, war survivor, check out this, like, 360 Oculus Rift simulation of a war room. Because <laughs> it's like, Rickard... Well, he wasn't there. He only saw the black orb and then the corpses after. Yeah, he saw the corpses, but he knows demons did it. Yeah. So it's like, oh, yeah, like, these guys are now, who killed all your friends, are now working for a Griffith. And it's like, ah. Uh. Yep. In which, then he works with the Kushlin, uh, the Kushlin old man, the exiled assassin prince. Yeah. And, like, he basically makes the... Um, they make a jump for, like, the hidden village of, like, the... Of the... The Kushan. And the hilarious thing is, is like, this scene goes out, it's like, the Kushan prince is like, it's dangerous to go out, like, go out alone like this. I've got some, You seem to know Griffiths back in the old days. I've got some questions for you. Yeah. And if you don't answer them, something bad might happen. Then his big thug mercenaries come out. Yeah. His thug minions come out, and he's going, what, um... I will um, like I'm gonna tell, tell you. No, it's more like going. I will tell you, but you have to get me somewhere safe, kind yeah. of thing. Because they, because during this conversation, the the what, assassin, the assassin yeah. starts coming. The after. exiled exile. Yes, <laughs> who I actually like his character design a lot. This is because he's just he's, like a cloak. He's with a, a rag. Mask. Yeah, he's a rag with a mask that takes form into various things. Yeah. And, like, friggin... And, like, if you break his mask, he's just like, he, I spent all day making that, and he just, like, skulks away. Yeah, it's, like, it's just the only way you can beat this, like, um, this, like, blob of a creature. Yeah, this uber-assassin is, like, like, if you break the mask, it's he's like, just I like, spent all day making like, this. this. Is, this is, You're I, like, fuck you. It's like, it's like you're going out and you have, your, like, your favorite hat or glasses, and then you get into a fight with something, they break your, like, $200 glasses, like, Fuck you, man. Yeah, yeah, like, that's really, that's the only way you beat him in a fight. Make, you make it not fun for him. It's yeah. like, oh, fuck you. I worked out really hard on this mess. And then he just leaves. Yeah, it's like, I have to go buy fucking paper mache and <laughs> Mod Podge. <laughs> I don't even remember what shade of white I painted this with. The thing was pearl. He's just <laughs> mumbling to himself. And like He's, like, walking around picking up his dagger. He's like, I don't even want to fight you assholes anyway. But yeah. Don't and then he wear masks. You know, and then and then he goes like going. Um, he makes the deal with him. Okay, I will tell you everything I know, but you gotta get me out of the city. Yeah, yeah. And at this point, before this, the prince is like going. I didn't expect it to be this easy. Yeah, it's um, like oh, okay, all yeah. right. Tell your, me what you know. Your terms are accepted. And I like how the prince, um, the Kushin exiled prince, is not 
this stupid proud aristocrat because it's like he used to be he used to be but it's like when like they talk to him about and you find out his backstory it's like he he and his like uh his subjects are like the scout ninjas of like the kushan empire like they were exiled a long time ago yeah and they're even trying to find their honor to come back they're trying to get like a land ownership be back and like the entire like he talks to him about it and it's like uh, I do not want to work for another sorcerer king. And, like, if somebody can promise land for my people back, I'll get on my fucking knees and I'll kiss their feet. I don't care. I just want a home again. Yeah. And I was like, because wow. I, yeah, because I remember during the Kushlin bit, like, the other Kushlins would give him shit. Yeah. A lot because of it. Like, going, <laughs> oh, it's the, ex- it's the exiles again. Yeah. Ugh. Um, but, yeah, no, and and then the old man joins in on with them, and like, I've got a way out of the city. Yeah, the beast man, they ride out on pterodactyl back. Yeah, yeah pterodactyl back. Pterodactyl back. And then, oh, and then they discover the rag thing can fly. To adventure, yeah. <laughs> yep, and then the rag thing can but fly. But Rickard uh, beats him with a, a fucking rocket with, with launcher. With a bazooka. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it was one of those kinds of logical things, it was like, it's a rocket, the other, the tip of it just has a fuse on it as well. Yeah. Like, come on. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I liked it. Yep. Um, and they try to beat it with a flamethrower in which it thinks, oh, let me grab a horse here and, me- and ter- put myself out with horse blood. Right? Yeah. Like, uh, okay, so now that we've mainly caught up with, like, most of the bullet points, I think we might have to do another episode on Berserk because there's just so much to talk about. There is a lot of talk but I think I, we should give our fa- our listener yeah. uh, something new to hear. Yeah. Or maybe we'll split it up a bit. We'll talk about... Well, I'll input another ep- different episode we have in reserve. Yeah. Like, the la- the one we actually recorded on, like, Thanksgiving weekend last week. But sure, yeah. I had some technical issues and I couldn't post it. Yeah. I should use our Twitter more often, but I... I, you should, I don't. Yeah. Well, amazing. I need to do that too. I like uh, have you used a tweet deck because you can have multiple uh, twitters open at the same uh, time. No, I, I Michael, I don't do Twitter. I oh don't. well, yeah, just do regular Twitter and like uh, yeah. yeah, post up. Yeah. But yeah, um, God, like, would you recommend? Uh, yes. Okay, weebs, non weebs, both. Yeah, both should read the series. This for especially for a, an American comic writer, you this will feel a lot like a Dark Horse comic. It yeah, it's like when I first read, I was going. I felt a lot of similarities between the Dark Horse publishings, like what they choose to publish. Yeah, and like and for this manga, like it very much felt something out of that kind of region. So if you read Dark Horse comics or if you like any kind of darker comic. Like Preacher or perhaps yeah. like even Hellboy a bit. Yeah. Um, but Hellboy's a bit more lighthearted compared to this at times. Yeah, uh, Hellboy has like has, does a good job of bouncing like lighthearted to like heavy like heavy stuff. Yep. Especially the um, Earth on Fire, yeah. Hell on Earth part. Um, but I would yeah I would recommend this to uh, weebs because it's like this is such a staple anime. If you have if you weebs haven't read this or watched this, all right, watching eh because the CGI. Well, I, it, I would say like read it, read it, yeah. definitely read this, read it because it's like it's if you're if you're in the anime game as long as Mark and I have been, mm-hmm. this is such a fre- uh, air, air, fresh air. Yeah, because let's be honest, both me and him were incredibly late to the game for this. Berserk yeah. has been out for a long time. And the pair of us, like, I had seen stuff and I was going, oh, oh very cool. It's like, I, I don't know. I, I always just kind of chalked up to nothing. And I finally took the time going, okay, what's the big hype about? About Berserk. Okay, I understand it, now. This series is amazing. This has lived up to the expectation of the hype of, like, people have been giving up to mm-hmm. me. 
And like that that's honestly one of the reasons why I didn't read it because it's like I don't like things to get hyped to me because then I I feel like my expectations never get met because it's like people the project their we, expectations on me. And then I recommended Channel 0 to you and you love that show. No? Yeah, well that was like a single recommendation. I never heard it from somebody else. So yeah. I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. It's not like everybody's like screaming here. It's like play Undertale, Michael. Play Undertale, uh, play fucking Overwatch, and I'm like, I, okay. okay Overwatch I'll, is fun, but Undertale, at least the fan base. Ugh. Yeah. Well, the fan bases are always shitty, you know? Uh, it, it just reminds me of the Steven Universe fan base. Well, yeah, we'll get on, like, maybe a fan base episode another yeah. time. Actually, that's actually probably a good idea for next time! Yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, for non weebs Oh, I was gonna try and close that segue oh, into our well, end. Yeah, we'll uh, get to that. Our, yeah. for, for non weebs I highly recommend this because it's it takes the best parts of Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings, and Conan the Barbarian and smashes them into like a single world that's very well thought out and fleshed out and has great characters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I, all right. Now it's, it's time to don the cloak and hang up the Dragon Slayer and walk off into the sunset and not sleep for another two years. <laughs> and by that way, I mean, we're, I'm going to close up this trash bag, Michael. Put that stuff back in. Yeah. Put, put it back in. But I want it. No, too bad. Oh, we're shit. throwing it away for a reason. Here's this greasy, um, sloppy cloak. Uh, the sheets from the princess. <laughs> uh, this princess pill body pillow <laughs> and this body pillow of Dragon Slayer. <laughs> and, and I will throw back in Griffith's tongue. Yeah. His, um, let's see, the, the remnants of the Purple Knights. Yeah. Because the, um, let's see here, Guts's dad. <laughs> And a big bag of Bellamets. Yep. Or be Behelots. Behelots, whatever you pronounce yeah. it. Uh, happy, and uh, if we air this right, uh, well, we should probably not, but, you know. No, anyway, have a have a good, uh, the thanks. big gobble. Yes. You know? Enjoy devouring your turkey corpse. Yeah. Good night. Good night. Beep, 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 beep. Is there a 